Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC on ESPN, Rodriguez vs. Watterson, also known as UFC on ESPN 24. And uh, yeah, this was a card that originally was going to be great until we lost the main event, which was TJ Dillashaw and Corey Sanhagen. That would have been a great fight to see. And there was also, I would have preferred to see Cowboy Cerrone vs. Diego Sanchez, but of course Diego Sanchez got released by the UFC after the entire Joshua Fabia debacle, and Amanda Hibas versus Angela Hill. That was another fight I was looking forward to, and then just hours before the event, um, the fight got canceled because Amanda Hibas got pulled Due to COVID-19, she caught COVID-19. So I hope she gets better and that fight uh, comes through. But this was originally a great card that suffered big time because of injuries or just other circumstances. And um, yeah, we were left with Rodriguez versus Watterson as the main event. It wasn't a bad fight, but it wasn't the greatest fight. It wasn't something that excites everyone and something that definitely shouldn't have been a main event is basically what i'm trying to say but marina rodriguez it's marina right yeah marina rodriguez she uh, won the fight by unanimous decision clear-cut decision in my opinion she was controlling most of the action on the feet for the entire fight michelle watterson had her moments but uh michelle was finding more success with her takedowns and ground and pound. But overall, Marina Rodriguez, uh, she won the fight quite convincingly with this unanimous decision win. I would like to see her fight. Um, let's see. She did call out Joanna Janjacek, which is a good call out. And I'd like to see that fight. Or she could fight uh, Mackenzie Dern. That's a, another good matchup. She's definitely up there now because she's on a, what's her win streak at the moment? She's on a two fight win streak. Uh, that Carla Sparza fight, it was a split decision defeat. Could have went her way as well. Um, but otherwise, she's doing quite well right now in the flyweight, not flyweight division, in the 115 pound division, especially after that win against Amanda Hibas uh, prior to this victory against uh, Michelle Watterson. She's on a good roll right now, and I'd like to see her fight some top talent. And I think Joanna Janjacek, that's a good fight uh, for her to have uh, next. As for Michelle Watterson, it's kind of hard. It, it sucks that she, there's no antemweight division because, of course, she was the antemweight uh, champion in Invicta FC. And now she's fighting a lot of people who are much bigger than her. And you could definitely see the size difference at 125 against Marina Rodriguez in this fight. But overall, I think she should uh, fight. Let's see. What would be a good fight for her? Whoever loses the Carla Esparza versus... Uh, what's her name? I always forget her name, but Carla Sparza's next fight. Whoever um, loses that fight, I think uh, Michelle Watterson should fight that fighter. Let's go to the co-main event. That was uh, Alex Morono. He defeated Donald Cowboy Cerrone in the first round. TKO punches. It sucks to see uh, Donald Cerrone losing this way, you know? I think um, he's been losing for a while, but this was the first defeat I would say where it really looked like he should start considering 
to look at retirement now, you know? Um, it was a dominant TKO defeat by the hands of Alex Morono. And no offense to Alex Morono, but he's not the the biggest name, not the biggest uh, and toughest fighter out there right now. Maybe he'll go on a run after this. I don't know. But just previously, prior to this, it just... Back in the day, if this fight was to go down, Donald Cerrone would win, is what I'm trying to say. And when I saw this defeat, it just it really tells me a lot about where Donald Cerrone is at this point in his career. He's 38 years old now. He's been through a lot of fights, not just fights, a lot of wars. And I'm sure, like many people, you guys want to see him call it a career. But he even said after this loss that... Um, he doesn't want to end his career on this note. And that's why I wish he fought uh, Diego Sanchez, you know, that would have been a more even fight for him and possibly a fight he could have had at least, you know, like a, a war, you know, like a war or like a back and forth competitive bout, you know. But um, this against Alex, this fight against Alex Morono, he really did get uh, dominated and it's hard to see that happened for Donald Cowboy Cerrone because he's given so much over the years as a fighter. And this happens, this happens in the sport. But if he was to fight again, I, I, I've been thinking about this. Who should he fight um, after this defeat? And now he's like on a, he hasn't won a fight in a while. When, when was the last time he, he won a fight? That was back in 2019, May 4th, 2019 against Ally Quinta. Um it's been a while, and I, I think you got to match him up with someone who's obviously not like a young, up-and-coming fighter, you know, someone like that. And it's hard. It's hard to say to pick someone at welterweight for a fight like that, but um, I'm just thinking what would be good, you know. It's really hard because the UFC really has cleaned out their roster with all the aging veterans with all the fighters who've been on losing streaks here and there like they they're really improving their roster by doing things like that and cowboy is one of the the last fighters to be an aging veteran who's not in his prime anymore still on the roster and it's hard to say at walter wade which is why people have been saying for him to go down to go back down to lightweight and i think that's a good idea he'll have a better chance there and if he was to fight someone at lightweight, I don't know. That's very difficult to say because there's there's really no one who's like an aging veteran at lightweight right now either. You know, um, I, I really don't know. It's it's going to be a, a hard task to find a fight for him after this defeat. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC just cut him, to be honest. You know, they've been ruthless like this before, but I don't think they'll do it against someone like Donald Cerrone because Donald Cerrone, he's just, he's been such a company man and um, that would just be horrible, a horrible way to take him out of their promotion. So that's uh, a question that I'm going to have to think about who Donald Cerrone should fight next. Uh, let's go on to the next fight. Neil Magny defeated Jeff Neal by unanimous decision. Honestly, Jeff Neal did pretty good in this fight, and there could be an argument that he won. I think Neil Magny, he stole it 
in like the second half of uh, round two and fully round three with his volume. You know, he was throwing much more, but the more significant shots were by Jeff Neal, in my opinion. Overall, Neil Magny, he won by unanimous decision, and I, I can't really argue with that. I think it's a, it's a fair decision. Hamza Chimaev, he called him out, you know? Hamza Chimaev versus Neil Magny, I think that will be a great fight for both fighters to really propel them into top, I wouldn't say top five territory, but maybe like... like because uh, Neil Magny is already a top... 10 fighter. Neil Magny will stay as a top 10 if he defeats Hamza Chemaev, but there's going to be a lot of hype behind him if he does do that. And as for Hamza Chemaev, that'll be a huge win for him because he's not even uh, ranked yet. And uh, I think that's a good fight for both fighters at this point in their careers. As for Jeff Neal, it really sucks to see him on this two fight losing streak, especially after he had that uh, surgery. Was it a surgery? And he basically. It was like a, like a life, whatever happened to him, it was like life threatening. I remember that's what happened. And I just, uh, I really hope he bounces back from this two fight losing skid. You know, he was, he came into the UFC hot, you know, and uh, now it's not really looking like that right now. The momentum has cooled down a bit, but I think he still has it. And I hope he can find that power back in his hands again. And as well, just add more volume for his future fights, you know, because he, a lot of people have been saying as well, they, they just say that he was just standing there, not really throwing that much. Like I said, he did have more significant, significant shots in my opinion, but it definitely is a difference from now compared to before his surgery and um i just really hope he bounces back because jeff neal he's not only a good fighter but i think he's also a good guy as well so all the best to jeff neal um another fight i want to talk about is gregor gillespie he defeated carlos diego fajera in the second round tko this was an awesome fight. It was the fight of the night. And uh, Gregor Gillespie, one of my favorite fighters after that Kevin Lee defeat, um, he was out for a very long time. And, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that I really thought was going to be not maybe champion, but someone who would be fighting for the belt at least by by now, you know, but I, it hasn't worked out in that in that way. And he came back big time with this uh win over Carlos Diego Ferreira, a very tough opponent. The two were scrambling most of the fight, and it was a grappling war throughout the duration of the fight. And Gregor Gillespie, he just shows that not only can he go at the pace that a lot of fighters can't go at, but man, even if he does get hit, even if he does receive damage he's going to be able to recover and i think that's very dangerous for a lot of fighters in the lightweight division at this point i would love to see him fight someone in the top 10 and uh, if he's gonna go for ufc gold at lightweight at this point he's gonna have to do it quick because he's 34 years old you know and i believe he can do it i believe he can make it to a title title fight by the beginning of 2022 maybe not beginning of 2022 i would say maybe uh midway of 2022 i think that's uh, a fair estimation of, of when i could see him being 
a contender in the title fight. So I hope for the best for Gregor Gillespie. I'm happy he got a big payday from this. And shout out to Carlos Diego Ferreira. He really made it a fight as well. That's all I could really say about this card. I really wish I could say more. And there would have been more if all these fights didn't get canceled and everything like that. But uh, yeah, if I was to, if I'm gonna if I was to rate this uh, fight card, I am gonna rate this fight card, and uh, I would give it a five out of ten. It wasn't horrible, you know, as uh, a lot of people thought it would be, but uh, it just wasn't the greatest. I think the highlight was definitely Gregor Gillespie. And uh, yeah, five out of 10. That's my final score for this card. Let me know what you think. And I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.